is Wednesday, my dudes. Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Poll List. My name is Lex, and I'm here with my co-host, Simon. Simon, what's up? Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm doing all right. I realized I was holding my mic when I started talking, and I didn't want... It's like I'm frozen. I didn't want to move while I was talking, because I didn't want to be like, eh, I'll be back. Are you like, <laughs> yeah, like a comedian gross. doing stand-up? Yeah. What's the deal with Airplane Boot? <laughs> What's the deal? It's good to be talking to you again, man. You were on vacation last week. You're rejuvenated. You look younger. Your beard yeah. looks fuller. Your hair looks fuller. You look mm. good. I was looking at my hairline and I was getting kind of scared. <laughs> <laughs> don't do not do it, man. Don't look. Just put on a hat and never look back. That's what I did. <laughs> my wife is convinced that hats make you lose your hair. I'm like, they have proven that yeah. that is false and she's like no i swear i'm like you wear more hats than i do are you losing your hair <laughs> it's it's stress it's being stressed out about things which is like my main level of being it's like randomly stressed about things that d- probably don't even exist about like fake world things i'm stressed out about whole alternate oh, realities and things like that I'm like Dr. Cat, like a what character in Dr. Cats. I know I bring that reference up a lot, but that's what I feel like all the time. Shaky. Yeah. <laughs> shaky. On the inside. Uh, it's just like constantly shivering. Well, and this is a this is a generalization that doesn't hold true for everyone, but I think that naturally men are fixers, right? That's a mm-hmm. comparison that most people could make. And anytime that my wife says, It's cold in here, I like like oh, even yeah. that i'm like oh i gotta get up and change the temperature yeah. or or oh you know what we need and then i'm like researching whatever that is that she said or we're a lot, whatever we're a lot of like we're a lot of like i'm i'm like that to a fault almost to where it is a negative thing like i'm always trying oh, yeah. to make sure everything is all right and everyone's all right it's almost to where like my wife is is telling me to just stop Please yeah, stop. Please, down. please don't try to, please don't try to help. So that's funny that, that we're the same in that aspect. Yeah. Man. I wonder, I wonder if we're the same on how we feel about this book, Adventure Man. This week on the podcast, we are reviewing Adventure Man. If this is your first time listening to the show, you probably guess that we review things. That thing happens to be comic book trades. Back in the day, Simon, <laughs> back in the day, Simon would call it trade reviews. I tried yeah. to get him to stop, but he wouldn't. It's a classic. Keep it going. Adventure Man. It has all of the aspects on what I would think is both of our cup of tea. You know, we, you were a big fan of the Rocketeer. I like the Rocketeer. And I kind of like that whole pulpy era, right? I don't know if that holds truth with the whole thing, uh, just speaking personally, but we're going to find out. Adventure Man, issue number one. Let's just jump right in. If you guys hadn't guessed, I'm going to just... <laughs> so we're into, diving. We're diving. Straight into the review. Adventure Man, issue number one. This book is written by Matt Fraction, and the art and cover are is done by Terry Dodson and his wife, Rachel Dodson. It's a you series premiere. Terry? You remember our... I don't think it's that Terry Dodson. You don't think so? Maybe. A class... <laughs> cataclysmic adventure decades in the making 
and this wildly affordable triple length first issue. I thought it was long. I thought this was where we reviewed two books this week or where you have been. This one is four issues and the other one's five issues. There's a huge difference in page. Well, not huge, but there's a big difference in page numbers. Uh, and it's because it was an affordable triple length first issue. We revisit how the legend of the greatest pulp hero of all of them. Wait, what? And this wildly affordable triple length first issue revisit how the legend of the greatest pulp hero of them all, Adventure Man, ended in a heartbreaking cliffhanger with our hero facing execution at the vile hand of his ultra nemesis, Baron Bazaar, on the eve of mock. <laughs> Macropocalypse. Or did it? 80 years after his apparent demise, single mother Claire and her adventure fan son Tommy seem to be the only two people alive who remember the thrilling Adventure Man sagas. But from that memory burns the spark of resurrection. Where his story ended, her story begins. I think that's Capybara Apocalypse. <clears throat> it's dumb. <laughs> I just want to say, when I say it's dumb, I like dumb. So that means I like silly stuff like that. Silly stuff. Matt Fraction is like silly, huh? Thanks. Yeah. It's my book's not silly. I put my blood, sweat, and tears in this book. Put my butt, sweat, and tears. That's my favorite. <laughs> I, had to, I had to look up if Adventure Man was a actual pulp hero. I thought about it, too, just because it seems so well thought out. Yeah. Yeah. Silly. Established, I guess. Yeah. I hate to... St- I'm sorry, Matt. I'm going to use that word a lot. <laughs> What'd you think, man? Going straight into it. What'd you think when I sent it to you? Like, hey, we, let's read this this week. Well, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know if this was... It looked. It kind of reminded me of like a Tom Strong type deal or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was very curious what the hell this was about. And I mean, within the first couple of pages, it is going. And honestly, I mean, I was pretty sold on the first part. It was very cool. Mm -hmm. I love how it just breaks down the whole team. And they really are like pulp heroes, kind of like we got into with uh, Planetary, you know, this Doc Savage knockoff and all these other like Illuminati type characters, I guess you'd say. Almost kind of like, what is it, Defenders of the Earth? Like the Phantom. um... The magician dude. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like the Phantom, that guy, Flash Gordon. So, I don't know. In the enemies, it was cool because it's like the same thing. You know, you have their analogous. I was so into it. Like, I I love this corny, like you said, Doc Savage. I love that stuff. And that's why I, that's what picked, you know, caught my eye with the covers. Because I do, I love Tom Strong. I love Doc Savage. That whole era of, of. storytelling and so i'm sold on like you said these first couple pages we get dropped into this world and these stories usually go with some occult happenings mixed with just random science that doesn't make any sense and i think that's why i like it and this is full of it within the first four pages Hmm. yeah definitely you got some mighty thick strong women which i'm all about um He has a giant clock that only changes with the pandemonium of the world or whatever it was. Human suffering. Human suffering. <laughs> so yeah. the more the more humans suffer, the more it moves. It's just, I love it, man. 
doesn't have to make any sense. If it did, it wouldn't fit into the story. Right. If that clock was in my house, it'd be midnight all the time. It would be broken in my house. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be constantly spinning like full speed. <laughs> oh, all man. that all that to say, I was extremely disappointed that it just it, it ended and it was a story inside the story. Yes, it reminded me a lot of Princess Bride. Yeah. You know, it gets to that point and it's like somebody is reading it. Yeah. And it was that to me, that is the moment that the story itself kind of goes off the rails. I because within the first few pages, we get this well established world. We know our heroes, we know our enemies, we're in the battle for mankind, saving the city. And I cannot say the same thing about the people outside of that story. Like, we know a little bit about the family, but there's so many characters in that. I don't understand. They're not archetypes because they're supposed to be written like real people, right? These We know these superheroes because they're archetypes. And yeah, it just, it's confusing. And I even thought maybe because I was reading it on my phone with mm-hmm. Hoopla and, you know, you can double tap it and it'll do like panel by panel. Yeah. And I was like, is this reading this out of order? Like, <laughs> is it zooming to the wrong panel? And then yeah. I come out and I'm like, no, hell no, that's the way it's supposed to be read. This kid is living the life in his like bat cave room. Yeah, is he? It's like Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. He's got the whole setup. It's like a like a like a sitcom kid you know they always yeah. have like the best room like hey arnold had this badass room with the moon <laughs> right. like, it's like that stuff doesn't exist than, bigger than any apartment in new york <laughs> yeah this i don't know hey it was just very confusing and i really wanted to understand these characters and i thought maybe this is leading into that was actual history like adventure band was actual history in this world and things kind of turned around or maybe hell maybe they were a happy family and like nazi rule or some crazy shit like that i don't know like a wolfenstein situation yeah they were doing their best within this like shitty i thought that she i thought she was the one of the care the character that looks almost exactly like her on the team same, I and I like, was I was convinced of that for a long time. I thought that until like the <laughs> until like issue four, yeah, because she has a hearing impairment, which I think is cool. I'm always down for representation of people like that. I thought it was linked to that big battle. That's what I thought. I thought there was going to be some big reveal that she somehow escaped. Everyone else died, and this kid maybe was the son of Adventure Man. Well, you know, uh, so. What I spoiler alert, I mean, we're going to talk about it anyway, but like I really thought in this, I was like, oh, they just somebody just erased their memories and she mm-hmm. was going to end up being one of those people, which is kind of half truth with what yeah. actually happens. But I was the same as you. I was like, oh, she's like the pharmacist or whatever. Yeah, that's going to be her person. And whatever this battle was, it was kind of like wanted when they basically use the wizards to Mm -hmm. all the supers are dead. And so we're in this real world now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like you said, it's kind of, it's kind of what happened. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. 
what did you like about this? What did you like about this first issue, man? Well, honestly, the first couple of pages with the adventure man and his team, I was all in. I thought that was really cool. Some of this mystery stuff with the book that's dropped off, the ghost lady, we know who she is, you know? Yeah, I thought that was cool. I thought it was like the moment where she's like, you don't remember who you are, but here's read this and you'll remember. And I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. But then it doesn't really happen like that. And so maybe it's too obvious. Maybe that's why, but I I don't know. That's that's how I read it. Yeah, same. I love the artwork. I know we usually get into that eventually, but I mean, it's so good. Yeah, it's very pulpy, like you said, and it reminds me of the Rocketeer, that first collection. Yeah. And her son's apparently a genius. It's just like a lot of this stuff kind of falls flat in the real world. Mm -hmm. Like you said, there's too many characters. She has six sisters. They're all different nationalities, which is fine. It's just they never really talk about it. They don't explain that. They don't explain his father. For half of it, I was like, is this our son or yeah. kind of drawn feminine? Is that a is that his, another sister? I forgot. I had yeah. to go back and read. I was like, oh, it is her son. Yeah. They're living in like a Hey Arnold situation. I think that's what it is. Hmm. That's exactly what it is. He's Hey Arnold. He has a bad, because I'm looking at this picture where she walks out of his room and it looks like the apartment's from Hey Arnold. Yeah, like like I said, it's very Batcave. There's a full, there's like a dinosaur in there. <laughs> there's vehicles and stuff. There's a big penny. Just kidding. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't really think about it. Her father must adopt, but yeah, all her sisters are different nationalities, which is kind of funny. I didn't really, it's like, that. I didn't yeah, they ne- that. they they never really talk about it. And then the issue just kind of ends. I was, I was just like, I, what what just happened? Yeah, I get what happened. I mean, that's a rhetorical question, but I was like, eh, I don't know yet. Yeah, kind. Of, I mean, kind of. I don't know but, how I feel yet. Like I said, by the end of this issue, I was pretty happy with where it was going, where I thought it was going. Same. Like in my head, I had com- created this whole other fiction. <laughs> same, same. Same. She was a surviving member of the team for me. I didn't realize that her sister had blade legs yeah she's like disabled wow that's cool she's a runner she's a paralympic champion or something i missed that that's cool wow which again was what made me think that this was still kind of a super world or something yeah not that people don't have (laughs) those because that ain't happening well i mean (laughs) it's that they look like fucking science fiction Thing. They yeah. don't look like regular runner's blades that they use, whatever yeah. they I can see a lot of the merit in, like, when we're as the story goes on. I just don't know if it all lands. And I think we'll right. get into that more. And once you take it away with issue number two, Adventure Man number two, worst name to Adventure Man. Come on. I know it's I like supposed it. to be pulpy. It's supposed <laughs> to be pulpy, but it's a little too general. I like it. His name is Man Man. The mysterious it's like dis- not even a character in this, really. <laughs> right. He's the avatar of yeah. the blonde-haired, blue-eyed, against-the-Nazis guy. Yeah. Adventure Man number two. 
The mysterious disappearance of the original Adventure Man gets a little more complicated when, in the modern era, single mom Claire Connell stumbles into his legacy. But with the Adventure Mantle, untold <laughs> dangers from those who would seek to destroy it. Hmm. So, essentially, this is Claire becoming Adventure Man? Oh, yes. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's pretty much what the synopsis is telling me when I, re- I read the, the- the four yeah well and it's kind of neat i can't remember it is kind of neat that she's seeing things that other people don't see yeah like his headquarters has never been there but now she can see it yeah it it kind of falls into that same thing we had talked about it we've talked about it a million times with like the department of truth we talked about it with the another issue recently but like tulpas like the idea Mm -hmm. of like thought creation yeah, yeah, uh, that's really good in Department of Truth. And it's neat here, but it's like only her son and her. So I don't really, it didn't really fit. But I, I like she asked somebody on the street, like, what do you think of that building? Like, you talk about that old abandoned building? <laughs> that's, that, you know. It Random but, uh, stuff happens, too. It's like with the sister makes souffles and... All of a sudden, it explodes with bugs, and everyone's one of the sisters freaks out, but the other ones are just kind of like, "Yeah, yeah, that happens." Like, what yeah. the, I would be freaking the fuck out. I thought the same thing. I'm like, "What are they? What shit have they seen that this is no big deal?" Just like, "Yeah, she does look cool, man. I, I like the main character. Mm-hmm. I just don't, and maybe it's because we haven't read the entire entire story." You know, we talk about books that are written in like this grand collected edition. And I think this is one of them that you kind of have to read the whole thing because I feel like she has a connection to, I don't know, there's a connection there that we're not seeing. Yeah, but I mean, by the end of the book, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. In this, it is kind of interesting. She goes within, you know, she goes within the, uh, headquarters and she's seen some pretty cool shit it's all destroyed obviously but one of the big deals in this series is like her family's jewish and they're supposed to get together every sunday and she almost misses this sunday and nobody really cares where she's at but they kind of do yeah and then she shows up and she's all all her clothes are torn up because she was you know in the building battling robots robots yeah we also learned in this issue that she was a police officer yeah at some point which was another thing that pointed to this memory loss like thing yeah in my mind i was like oh okay so when they they don't they think that she used to be a police officer but really she was the superhero whatever we also have learned these are just pivotal, like and I think like little important things or notes that caught my eye that the ghost lady from the team that was in the first issue is a prisoner of Baron Bizarro or whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah, the main main bad guy. The yeah. his motive is sort of murky to me. Yeah, I don't know. He's like, I I only let you out when I want to let you out, but you left without my permission. It's just like a weird, 
I know Billy yeah. D. Williams goes into it more in the next issue, but <laughs> she, well, she's yeah, she's gotten out twice. Yeah, within the couple of issues, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but it's cool, cool action scenes. We get to see Claire go up against these two. They say like ancient robots, but I like robots like that. Oh, yeah, more, more mechanical and like slow moving, not like the iRobot robots. You know, it is. It was cool to see the destroyed base to show like, oh, okay, this shit was real. Yeah. Is she is she buffing this one or is she buffing the next one? She's already getting buff. Yeah. She's buff, but we don't get expl- we don't get an explanation until issue three mm. on why she's buff. Speaking of why she's buff, let's talk about issue number three, Adventure Man. Issue number three, the rebirth of adventure. The rebirth of Adventure Man's legend and legacy continues, but with it follows the foes that once fought him to the edge of fatality. How can Claire and her family survive? Her family is almost like a. It doesn't. They don't matter. Yeah, they don't. Well, they don't really care that much. Oh, one thing. One thing that did happen in the last issue I forgot to mention is like she's pissed that her son won't text her during class, which I thought was funny. She's like, Yeah, you're bad. You're bad mom. <laughs> yeah he's like hey i know it's like ignore your teacher well, how dare you listen to your teacher instead of texting me back yeah but yeah she ends up in the hospital in this because her family's worried that she has some kind of weird concussion but also because she's like gotten bigger she's like a big she's getting just bigger yeah in she fact, gets and she gets her hearing back in one side yeah somebody even mentions like has your daughter ever been this big of a gal or something? And I'm like, is that a metaphor for something? <laughs> I didn't understand that either because it's hard to tell on the page that she's bigger because Dodson draws a thick lady. And I don't mean, I just mean they're all nice sized ladies. They're all nice and curvy and perfect. And so it's hard to see. It's hard to say like she's that much taller than she has been. Yeah. Like, and I, this- I guess that's the reason why the clothes are ripped. <laughs> I kind of wondered that. It's like She-Hulk. A little bit. But she has this flashback, and this is where I was kind of confused because we're seeing mm-hmm. her save the pharmaceutical person, I guess, who looks just like her. I say pharmacist. I'm pretty sure that's a pharmacist witch or something. I don't remember what they call it. Well, there's two of them. That, there was one of them was a pilot. Yeah, the pilot. One of them, it, yeah. There, okay, there was three ladies back in the day. There was the pharmacist's witch. The pilot, and then there was just another lady. Well, there's a ghost. No, no, there was okay. So there was four of them. Let's go back to the the original gang. There was Chaggle, right? The super pharmacologist, science witch. There was uh, Phaedra, Phaedra Phantom, the ghost lady, Mm -hmm. and then there was Sally Sweet. Who was the pilot? So I guess there was three of them. She kind of looks like the Sally Sweet Lady. Well, yeah, she looked to me. It was either when I saw the pilot, I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, she's obviously the other lady then." But then she's yeah. like giving blood to the other lady. So yeah, so she's Adventure Man. It's like that's whatever Avatar. She's her flashback is her as Adventure Man, which I think is kind of strange. Yeah, um, yeah. Because when I originally read this, I was I was thinking that since she's reading, since she was reading the story with her son, and her memory is blocked out too, she's 
not reading her into that story. Mm. And oh, so yeah, I thought I thought we might get another flashback with the same thing that happened in that first couple pages, but with her in it as like yeah. the reveal that she was part of the team. Yeah, that would that would actually be really cool. But what do Damn I know? It, Damn it, Matt. Yeah, so she's like giving the pharmacologist blood. I love the ghost guns, by the way. That was an issue one. Oh my nice. god. It was so great. <laughs> because the guns are invisible, but then the bullets aren't. <laughs> or like the casing. Yeah, the casings and the muzzle flashes are not invisible. Oh, yeah. I guess it's yeah, anyway. So she has type N blood, which is like universal, universal donor. She's just yeah. straight up plugged in to this other lady, which to me is super gross. She was such a good cop that the police officers just let her do whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah, she was speeding, stole coffee from her friend. And now once she is out of this flashback, because she keeps going into a flashback to progress like to get into the building she flashed back to something she was reading in mm -hmm. those adventure man books and then she's like climbed on top of this other cop that got hit by a fucking train okay <laughs> yeah not just a car he was hit by a train yeah and she's climbed on top of him with a iv plugged into her arm plugged into his arm and he's and everybody's like, oh, shit, get her off of it. How did she get that far? Just this is how you're reacting now. Well, she's like 12 feet tall at this point. <laughs> yeah. But the doctor's like, you just keep don't move. You just keep doing what you're doing. That's the only thing keeping him alive. That was a stretch. Yeah, it's weird. You but it started. I didn't even notice it. Hey, you know, good for y'all. I didn't even notice it. I didn't see it till just now. Ride hey, the cop. Too many Come characters, on. man. There's too many characters. Like, I don't even know about these other sisters. Like, I, I know we get an explanation on, on all of them, but at this point, I just. Well, barely. Yeah. They, after she saves this dude's life, then they give her a check. <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. And this is when they're like, her brain is like super active right now. Also, she grew 15 inches. <laughs> That's a lot, man. <laughs> Growing 15 inches overnight would be crazy. Yeah, she knows how to do it. The, the guy was like, how did you know how to do a field dressing? Like, you were a cop, but you weren't medical in any yeah. way, shape, or form. And the text conversation that she was having with her son disappears from their phone. There's a lot of weird happenings. Yeah. And not a bit of it makes sense. And it's so her and her son are the only people that know about Adventure Man. Is that what is the thing? Because they're watching a movie with her dad. Yeah. I thought it was an Adventure Man movie. Yeah, it is. It's supposed to be. Like how much then, bigger she is than him. She, so she's starting to remember things through this movie. I was hoping that she was just having a psychotic break. Yeah, yeah, that'd be funny. Like that was it. She was just going crazy. But no, in real life. We're back to Baron Zemo with the with the uh, chick in the snow globe. This part was very confusing to me. Uh, ba yeah. Basically, he was taken over by whatever demon this is. And the ultra ultra void demon. Abethex. Yeah, it got real. It got real <laughs> weird. 
Who even fucking wrote that <laughs> name? Can yeah, Matt? Can you pronounce that anyway? Or did you just put some words together, letters anyway. Muggle. Yeah, but this Baroness defends herself against whatever demon this is, kills her husband, mm-hmm. and then the demon's like, "Why don't you? I'll just inhabit you." Yeah. What? Yeah, it's weird, man. I don't understand become, that. Become my champion. Yeah, I don't get it, man. Even though I just tried to kill you. Yeah. I don't get it. I did like that she's bigger. Claire, their main character, is bigger and denser now, so she's trying to ride her Vespa, and it's like scraping it's... the ground. I know that's in the next issue, but... Yeah, they they show a little bit of it here, but that I thought that was funny, too. Golly. She's a good-looking lady. She looks like Big Varda, one of my favorite comic book characters. I love it. Strongly. Strong. Adventure Man issue number four. It's weird that this book ends on issue number four, but take it away. Yeah, that big, supersized, affordable. The affordable first issues, they say affordable, they quit writing halfway through. That's why. Adventure Man number four, on the eve of the rise and return of the greatest evil in the world is ever the greatest evil the world has ever seen. Only Claire Connell and her family can save us as the mantle of Adventure Man passes between generations. See, that ah. makes I That right there, here, makes sense. I don't remember reading that. There's nothing no. in this book that explains that it's a mantle of Adventure Man. That, She's Adventure Man now. Kind of sexist. Oh, man. Those angry guys on the internet are going to have a time with this book. Even though it came out years ago. She's so much bigger than this Vespa. Yeah, it's great. I don't know. It's really interesting to see these powers manifesting in her because she can like run faster now. She can. She's all acrobatic and stuff. She already kind of was. Yeah. She's. I don't know if she was wearing the scarf. I didn't notice the scarf anywhere. But like Adventure Man wore like the long scarf on his belt. So it's kind of. Oh, I didn't notice. I didn't notice it either. But it's pretty cool. She stops a crime. I don't know. It's that part's kind of neat. She's going so fast that when she stops, she like skids. But then she remembers stuff from his memory. Yeah, I guess so. And people and the team knows her as Adventure Man. Well, so they left a part out when she was in the building and dropped mm-hmm. below. She just shows back up after fighting the robots. That's what it this, is. This guy, Billy D, is explaining that, you know, hey, you met me. You already forgot. But she knows him. Yeah. She knocks and says, Jim. Yeah, that's what so I'm that's saying. Confusing. That's weird. Talks to him again, and then he explains what happened. Basically, he used whatever power he had to obliterate them from existence. So he, so Adventure Man really is like an avatar. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. And as far as like Avatar the Last Airbender, not Avatar the Blue Folks. Smurfs. Smurfs the movie. <laughs> the big Smurfs. The big Smurfs. The big Smurfs. Yeah, he uses his I like him because when he's fighting earlier, he has like sleight of hand moves. Like he has a thing where he's like, Ah, oh, I have a trick up my sleeve. I love that. Mm-hmm. Like as far as uh magician superhero as far as not being actual magic i like that i like the way they draw magic words too 
Like it's yeah. like this actual physical thing that comes out of his mouth. But, but in this, he actually has magic. He actually does have magic. And yeah. but he says it's like, it's just a trick. Well, and he saves Adventure Man from getting shot in the head by basically yeah. turning him to uh, Senator Kelly. A jello man. So, and then he, again, he explains that like he destroyed them. He took them all out of the world without the belief they don't exist. Something. Yeah, it was and, a now you see now you see it now you don't thing. Yeah, there's some really great designs in this. The artwork is really strong. Yeah, <laughs> here with the Baroness and her armor, she's very bug. I don't know something yeah, to do with cool. that demon. She's got followers and all this. Very cool. All that's very interesting. But now they have the power to invade the world. What was stopping them from doing that before? Even that, I was like, is this actually happening right now? I don't know. I didn't I'm still confused. Yeah. And I read it. Well, yeah, there's this weird flashback. Adventure Man, is, he has so much belief that even when Billy D gets un, well, removed from existence with these, like, white-ass Nazi ghosts, <laughs> those guys look cool man i know you're not supposed to say they, they look cool but they look cool like that's <laughs> terrifying dude yeah but adventure man is so good that he could like bring him back just from belief alone yeah like like pure concentration that's funny and she's it's... even now she's chugging that superhero serum too yeah where did she get that from I don't know. I'm still confused on whether or not these Baroness, the Baroness invasion is real. And, and she, what's looks the, like the, she looks like she's about to kiss Billy D as Adventure Man, which is really great. Yeah. I'm for it. Hey, whatever. Do it. Yeah. And then we go back to her family and they're trying to figure out where she is. Yeah, they're trying to figure out where she is and how to believe her back into existence as the mother, not as Adventure Man. I this guess. is really, this is really, really heady stuff, man. <laughs> well, it's just a big leap. It's a big yeah. leap. Well, like I said, it's it's something that I think has a big twist, big payoff, on like issue eight or something like that. Like oh. you can tell, there's a there's a what a twist moment. We don't get that with this. We get the family teaming up. Because I, it's, I assume that the family is going to get like an arc where we learn more about them. I would hope. Yeah, I hope so. There's only nine issues in this series, I believe. No, no. Could be. It's cool. I could, I could be wrong. There's some cool stuff in the back, too, but I don't know. I just, the way it ended, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. It was one of those things. Let's Let's get into it. It was one of those things that was, for me, written like a collected edition, but they broke it up into issues. Yeah. Because yeah. there, I think in the, I was reading synops- some of the synopsis from the next one, and there's like a, some ghost cowboys. It says it becomes, she. it is really like a mantle. Like she becomes a new adventure man, and they go on these weird pulpy adventures. But for me, it's like, what's the, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Only nine issues. What's the grand? I thought I would imagine there would be some connection if this wasn't a, like a massive ongoing. Yeah, guess we got to read five more issues to find out. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. 
I don't know if I'm in it enough by the end of it. I, in my head and what you said were two better stories than I think were being served here. Yeah. Right now. If that, yeah. if that is what happens later and whatever, but from my understanding, she's like adventure man. She's not something else. So. I'm, I, I'm interested and I'm afraid I'll, I will get let down. I'm interested to see what the, what it is. Like what's the connection? Like there has to be something there. This can't be it. Cause it's like a murky, it's fallen flat. I can see where what's happening. I can see the motives on a lot of this stuff, but I think it's falling flat. I think the antagonist motivations are murky, non-existent. Almost. almost don't, you almost don't need the bad guys in this. You can just make this about her becoming adventure man. You almost don't need her family. And I just need to know where those come into a bigger play. Mm-hmm. Right now, right now I don't care about him. Right. Just I really don't kinda, care about her son. No. What? He has to, it can't be a venture man's son, or I guess he is technically because she is a venture man. Yeah. It's a, it's really big brain stuff, man. And I don't mean like hyper intellectual. I just mean, it's kind of convoluted. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that that is a good description. Especially once you get into the, the antagonists, again, their motivations with it being Baron Bazaar, but actually it's a, Bra- a Braxatron, <laughs> but actually he's more of like a Galactus figure and she killed her husband for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Only, only to be, to take her husband's spot. The bad guys just seem kind of stupid. Just let them kill the <laughs> kill each other and kill themselves in the ultra void. I'll yeah. probably read the next couple issues just because I, I want to see if there's something to it. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I care. I don't know if I care, though. It's like not something that I might do it when I'm bored. It was one of the free Hoopla books this month. Uh, so I might fit. <laughs> well, that being said, among everything else, the writing, not great. Sorry, Matt. The I usually like Matt Fraction stuff, too. He's yeah. a good, good writer. Yeah, usually. This is like the indie movie that the famous Hollywood star makes. And it's like, well, how did the hell did it? How the hell did they get in that? It's like the yeah. movie that was made 15 years ago. With it's like what was that X Men movie that took so long to be put out? It was like these careers have come and gone. <laughs> yeah. Like how did you? How did what's her name end up in such a shitty movie when she's a such a good actor? It's like oh, it's because this movie's 15 years old. It just finally got released. Yeah. New Mutants. Anyway, but the artwork is really, really nice. Uh. I can't say anything better about the artwork. I thought it was really nice. I love the kind of faded pastel coloring. I think it really fit. Yeah, Terry Dotson has a really, a really solid style. Sort of. So I, I like my comic book artist to hang fast and loose. I like it to be very busy and no exa- exaggerated and full of action. But I also do like I'm you know I like a good traditional art and this is more on the traditional art side, but it still has those moments of fast and loose, which I really like. And being able to do both is really cool. Yeah. To me, I just, he draw, he, they draw women really well. I really like yeah. the shapes of these women. All of them. Yeah. I think that's kind of Terry Dodson's thing. Beefcakes. 
because the guys are beefcakes too. Yeah, handsome, the, handsome the dudes. Look, yeah, the guys look great too. Yeah, beefcakes, and beef ladies, dorky kids. I like that the last couple that the last page has the flies on it. Even there's a few pages that have like the white border. There's like flies on it. Yeah, it, it's kind of this is another story. When you see the 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 word bubbles for the Baroness, mm-hmm. they have flies around the border. Um, yeah. Touch. Yeah, I like it. Anyway, let's let's rate this thing, man. Not. I, I, I want to like it. You know, that's my thing about this because I, I just I just do. Mm. There's something there. There's something there. It's a D one for me, buddy. D one. Any specific reason of the toast? It's just light. You know. Yeah, I ate it. Yeah, and it 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 was it wasn't satisfying. <laughs> it didn't have any good crunch, but it was not still bread. So <laughs> at least yeah. it's something. I it's like my curiosity is there, but it wanes so quickly because I don't want to go through another five issues of convoluted or four issues of convoluted story to try to get to the meat. So, and it's also one of those things, like you said, we you kind of create this, and this is not uh, any fault to the you know, to the creative team, you kind of create this own story in your head. I'm like, Oh, this is where it's going. And, and when you get through it and your story is a little more cohesive than the story that you're reading, you're like, yeah, no, I don't like that very much at all. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Like my expectations, it didn't meet my expectations because I already had yeah. like the story written in my head. You're so. like, oh, damn, this is going to be good. The payoff is going to be great because you got the general idea and this is a professional comic book writer. So they're going to knock it out of the park. And then it's like, no, we're getting a Digimon from the digital world. If it's going to. We're going to get tore up for that. Yeah, we are. But hey, well, I don't know when this episode's going to come out, but we could talk about getting tore up on the internet another time because I got in trouble this past weekend. I'm going to grade this one a D6. It's there. It's there. It's kind of squished. It got stuck in between <laughs> the pencils. <laughs> Somebody put the eggs on the bread. What do you think? There's a, there's a lot that I like. Character designs. I like Claire, the main character. I don't like that they necessarily like fixed her hearing, but I, I guess that was neat. I thought that was neat when when they made when they made her completely healed. I was like, that's lame. But then they were like, she's still completely deaf in one ear. It's like, okay, I like a good, you know, strong disabled protagonist. I think it's it's cool to have. You don't really get that a lot. Uh, yeah, some kind of ex- impairment, excluding Matt Murdock because. He can see technically. Yeah. Get out of here. You ain't blind. <laughs> he can technically see more than a normal person. So I, I I like all the character designs. I don't care about the family. I, I don't even care about Adventure Man. Right. You know? I don't know. There are pieces and parts. It just doesn't make a gray hole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, I, I like character designs. Uh, I like the idea behind all the characters. It's just a, a a lot and not enough at the same time, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. It's just like a lot of stuff thrown in there without any actual gravity to it. So that's, that's where I'm at with it. All right. That's it, guys. That's how we feel about it. Let us know what you think. 
We're circling the drain. Sime, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Sime underscore on underscore toast. If you're if you're currently in the market for some figures, I am an Entertainment Earth affiliate. So you can go oh, to yeah. my link in my bio. You get 10% off of everything in stock, not pre-orders, but everything in stock, 10% off and free shipping over $59. So that's kind of a sweet deal. Oh, yeah. I'll be using that. Yeah, links in my bio on Instagram. That's it. And we are Wednesday Pool everywhere else. You can look up Wednesday Pool Frank Miller if you want to have a good time and see me get tore (laughs) up by the internet for for an afternoon. This rain. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, Wednesday Pool everywhere else. Leave us a solid... Hopefully, preferably a five-star review anywhere you listen to your podcast. And that's it, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.